In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes they rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors, the associates reach out to the Sahara Research and Development Team for a gadget to help them recover the Omega file without alerting the Kennedys. Saul receives a call from his Militech supplier that complicates their gun sale and has to remove some serial numbers with acid. Abel gets her hands on some haze courtesy of a doped-up bodega robber and doles out some life advice to a 16-year-old sales clerk. Suifangji flirts with yet another potentially dangerous gangster at a Kennedy's party and gets them the boss's contact information. Also, red vines are bought, stolen, and abducted by aliens? Please sponsor us, red vines. We'll do anything. Okay, we gotta try to do our original plan, only with Jackie O, and hopefully we won't have no uh, JFK brains all over the walls by the end of it. Yeah, first things first, however, you guys do need to contact Jackie because you haven't actually set up any sort of meeting as of yet. That's right, because we are going back to the uh, apartment from the party at the moment. So I remember Saul was getting ready well, for more alien montages. Yeah, I mean, it's like three floors up. So, um, I guess I could just formulate I guess palm message. Hello, Jackie O. I received your information from Johnny, and I would like to inquire about a potential business proposition um i am available whenever and would love to set up a meeting don't forget the xoxo kisses kisses lxo gun emoji lychee uh i don't know if i would put a gun emoji in there considering (laughs) do it do it it means new things to the youths okay so you send this message out and um couple minutes later, uh, you're getting a call from um, the same number. Hello? Yeah, who the fuck is this? Uh, who the fuck is this? You texted me. Who are you? Hello, my name is Lai Chi. Um, I am a business consultant looking to fully um, set up a partnership with you. I got your number from Johnny. Um, he's one of, your, one of your boys, and I'm very interested and telling you about some of our... Oh, Johnny call- Johnny sent you? Hold on. And she hangs up. And you wait a few minutes. Talk to her about the guns. Say the, say the guns. Say, like, we got some... Talk to her about the guns. And then she calls you back. Yeah, we can meet up. I can call someone to be available. Tomorrow sounds good. Awesome. What time? Four o'clock. Sounds perfect. Are you interested in knowing what we have available, or... Nah, Johnny told me everything. We good. 
Okay, awesome sauce. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. Sorry for the rough introduction. She hangs up. Well, that was easy. All right, looks like we have our in. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, no big deal. Fuck. Um, I'm actually a little bit concerned because that's like... It's, like, easier than that has ever really happened. Usually, like, everybody gives me sideways glances and is ready to kill me at least once every time I do one of these kind of, like, deals until they see that, you know, who I'm working for. That's also because you're salt. I mean, I guess. That does make sense. She's got a point. That's true. What time is it now? It's about 11.30 at night. Oh, oh fuck. so unprofessional. Oh, fuck. Did we lose time? You guys are in your hotel room, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that's uh, that's that. Are you guys going to go to sleep now, or what's the plan? Ooh. Let me prepare a little bit. Okay, so we know we have to be in there at uh, 4 o'clock tomorrow. Um, so what are we bringing? So while, while they're, like, planning, Saul just kind of, like, goes to his side table and pulls out his toothbrush, goes in the bathroom to start brushing his teeth. Personal hygiene, it's very important. I mean, I just have my handgun so fungy, but who? Do you have any any way to disguise? So, I thought, I thought that what we're going to say is, is able is our muscle, and then I'm selling the guns, and uh, Swarpenzi is also helping me see how to do the, the firmware. Do you have a British accent when you're brushing your teeth? No, I, I can't. Give me a second. No, I, I just, I get a lot of phlegm when I brush my teeth. It's like a medical condition. But yeah, aren't, aren't we doing like, aren't we doing like that plan? Yes. So, uh, that's what I meant by what are we bringing. Um, like for our wares that we're potentially selling, Miss Jackie. Um, so we're bringing the software. So I assume you're bringing some of your guns. Mm-hmm. And I, the one I was making earlier. And maybe I'll like kind of touch up the, the boom boom belt. So it looks like a little bit more legit and maybe we could okay. trade that one off too but it just depends awesome um personal weapons are a must just in case things go south mm-hmm. and um i'm wondering if there's a possible layout of the building that we could find just to kind of map a route that we can escape from i mean Where's the building? I mean, they never really said. Like, did did they text you or or pad you or, or email you or like iMessage you or like uh, motion capture you or like any of those things? Like an address of some sort. Assuming that she sent the information in the email. She well, you have the card that uh, Johnny gave you from the party that has the address. Uh, written on it along with her contact information and it's the research facility okay okay good good all right well so we have the information here on this card um so we just go there so easy see i told you abel we it would be easier than you thought sometimes you just gotta you know i mean not necessarily jump in right away but like saunter into the pool i guess <laughs> just, just cannonball, just dive in. Yep, just like little lobsters in a pool. Cool. I'm gonna go to bed. It could be a boiling pool. So, um, exactly. do you want to remain outside, or do you want to come in as well? No. Um, I mean, like, honestly, I feel like so on the other times where I had like a let's say a, an escort occasionally it doesn't happen often but they were like always right next to me so i think we should try to like keep abel as close as possible i mean if you're comfortable with that abel i just see if we can come up with some sort of disguise or i I don't know big glasses something i don't like them seeing my face anybody got like a bandana or anything i figured i could find one very office it's like run-of-the-mill typical corporate suit looking thinking just like some sunglasses you're gonna wear wait you're gonna wear a corporate suit to talk to drug dealers <laughs> i mean well yeah well, we're, yeah we're, we're that like, lines up right the, yeah we're like business people you know well i mean the kennedys do dress pretty uh dapper but i mean they're still drug dealers i don't i don't know it's up to you i guess I think that we should look as professional as possible to build, uh... Again, you're looking to sell items to drug dealers. Hey, 
Hey, drug dealer, I think that's putting a little... You could give a little credit to our drug dealers, you know? They have to get professional contractors, too. Yeah, Abel, I think it really depends on, like, what you want to go for. It's the gig economy. Uh, I just want to cover my face. I don't want them to know who I am. I think then maybe the best bet is, like, tough thug dude who's got, like, a bandana on her face, yeah? Yeah, if I want them to look more at me. Well... I mean, it'll cover up half your face, but, like, I don't know. Is there any way we can, like, flatten your hair out or something? You can shave my head. I mean, if you're comfortable with that. Mm, I'll sleep on it. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to... I'll be back in a minute. And he just grabs his pajamas and goes into the bathroom and changes. Comes back out. Morty tucked into bed. Ooh. So, could I roll for an internet search to see if I can find the layout of the building? Like, if there's anywhere I tucked online? Um... I don't know if a Sahara research facility layout is going to be on any website, but you guys work for them. You could always ask. Maybe we should reach out and be like, yo, we have an in. Do you have an old blueprint? Sounds like a good idea. We could probably do it in the morning, though. You know, it's a little late. Yeah. And then, uh, what is it, Mr. Purple? Give him a call. That sounds good. Good night. <laughs> Oh, man. Mm. Saul has terrible sleep apnea, so sometimes. Should we lock him in the bathroom? Should I lock myself in the bathroom? <sighs> we, can just, we can just stick a straw up his nose. Is, does that work? What, if it, what if it goes it. like further into his brain, though? Like, if you roll over and you, like, bump into it. Listen, listen, you can't you can't worry about dealing brain damage to Saul. Yeah, don't worry. It's It's pretty pretty fucking calcified at this point i mean for you know as far as you can tell somebody's probably already stuck a needle up there and swirled hey no one can control what the grays do they do their own thing man if you uh okay i'm gonna go to bed i'm done with this conversation good night does everyone go to sleep yeah i'm gonna sleep too in the middle of the night saul you have a dream there are two parts to the dream and in the first part you're sitting at dinner uh, with your parents. Um, you're a young teenager at this point, and you can remember this conversation pretty well. Um, your mother is grilling you um, onto why you can't get your schoolwork done and why you're so distracted all the time. Your father is sitting there in silence, brooding with his cigarette um, like he always used to do in those days. Uh, he's just shaking his head at you. The kitchen light is buzzing pretty annoyingly, and that's all that you can pay attention to. And this goes on for a a little bit, and then the dream changes. And in the second half of the dream, you're sitting in front of a woman you've never met before. She has curly blonde hair and golden hazel eyes. You're talking with her, uh, but you can't hear the words coming out of her mouth or your mouth until she utters the very last phrase what are we going to do about janet and then you wake up in a cold sweat in your hotel room the alarm clock by the bed reads 3 12 a.m <sighs> oh, I, oh not again oh okay um and he kind of like looks up and also a little bit over to the window I know it was the Nords. Nords, I know if you guys are there. You're just trying to tell me something. But I don't always speak your language, so I really appreciate it if you leave me something more than just, like, little hazy dreams, okay? Because I don't... I don't... I don't even know what's going on. He kind of, like, grabs his head and he just starts massaging. He lays back down and he just kind of, like, rolls over. And I guess fitfully tries to fall back to sleep after rolling around for probably like an hour and a half or so. Yeah, I think you just toss and turn for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. And then it's morning. By the time the, the two wake up, Saul's already up and he's already dressed. But he <laughs> looks rough. Go ahead and give me a, um attractiveness roll. And you can go ahead and subtract like three from it. <laughs> guess who rolled the four? <laughs> Well, you look like dog shit. Hey, good morning, guys. Oh, fuck. 
Saul, you look like shit. Yeah, I think the Nords came and and talked to me last night. It happens from time to time. Uh, you you left the room? No, no, they came in and talked to me. Like the, somebody was in the room? Yeah, I think. I don't. I don't know. Like the Nord, who was in the room? The, the the Nord lady. Like she's my alien man. Like she talks to me from time to time, or she tries well, to. Like so, this was a this was a dream. I mean, have you ever had a dream that wasn't like a dream? Like it felt like more than a dream. A fever dream? Maybe. Did you do drugs? No. Did I, you do drugs at the party? No, they won't even let me in. It was not cool of them. I remembered this thing from when I was a kid, and then it was Nord Lady. And, I don't know, she asked me about Janet, and I don't... I don't really know. And, like, he just starts to, like, kind of massage his temples. Do you know a Janet? And maybe... Maybe it's the lady? I don't... The, maybe it's the Nord? I don't... I don't know. But I think her name might be Olga. She sounds and looks kind of like an Olga. I'm going to hate myself for asking this, but uh, what is a Nord? Oh, man. So, like, a Nord is like a type of alien from, I want to say, like, closer to Alpha Centauri than it's compared to Sirius. But, like, they're, like, big and tall, and they got, like, six fingers. And on each hand, not just on one. That would be weird. And, um... Lots of, like, blonde hair and, like, bright blue eyes or, like, goldy eyes or hazily eyes. And they're, like, thin and they look kind of like... you know, Yeah, they look like Vikings, but, like, crossed between a Viking and, like... You know that guy from those movies a long time ago? Like, like he could shoot a bow, but he had, like, pointy ears. Legolas! Yeah, that guy. It's Legalis. It was like, yeah, it looks like like that, like mixed between them. Only they don't always have pointy ears, but sometimes when they do, it's cool. But when they don't, it's like weird. So you got visited by an elf Viking. A Nord. In your dream. Nord, yeah, they're they're called Nords. But I I mean, I've had dreams with this lady before, and I always kind of wake up feeling like this. So I think it's just them trying to, like, check on their implants or whatever, you know? No, I don't. I really, really don't. I shouldn't. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I just have all the questions. Oh, man. Well, I (laughs) might be feeling rough. I can tell you, your mind is gonna be expanded this day. Okay. So, you have alien implants. I mean, probably. That's why they would visit me all the time, right? Wouldn't you have found them by now? Uh... I don't know. I don't really like go digging around in myself. It's kind of weird. I would love to investigate if you require my assistance. I um, mm, and like Saul actually looks kind of uncomfortable, but not in like a turning you down sort of way. Just like kind of uncomfortable when he looks around himself. I um I was in an accident when I was a kid, so I I got kind of like a lot of scars and stuff. So I. I'm I'm good. Think so. Yeah, but anyway, like, yeah. So I think Olga is cool. She's trying to get me to like remember something, but like every time she just talks about this Janet, and I don't know who. I don't know who the fuck Janet is. It always makes my head hurt. But whatever. Dig deeper. Maybe Janet is of relevance. I mean, probably. I don't. I don't know a lot of like Janets. You watch too much Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, no, what? You watch too much Rocky Horror. Oh, you talking about the, uh, the transsexual Transylvanian aliens? Yes. Oh, they're different. They're a different breed, dude. I think when Abel gets out of the bathroom, I'm gonna brush my teeth really good, because I got, like, this weird, like, kind of irony taste in it, in my mouth. But, um, yeah, then I'll, I'll be ready to go. I just, like, I got up a little bit earlier than you guys, and I packed up my bag, so I got all my stuff, and now I just gotta, like, gotta throw on my, like, Militech uniform, just, like, cover up the Militech stuff. Um, <clears throat> when, while I'm in the restroom, I'm gonna, uh, go through my clothes and kind of grab a, like, beanie cap and pull that over my head, and, uh, gonna look around for some sunglasses. 
don't think I'll probably have any. How's that look looking? Well, let's see. That's actually decent. That's a 14. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty well put together. I think the hat's maybe kind of off color for the rest of the outfit. I'm planning on pulling my hood over my hat once we're there. It's a little hot, but whatever. Um, and while I'm in the restroom, I'm going to go ahead and send a text to B and just okay. say, hey, uh, miss you, got a job, you talked to Stryker, question mark. Send that off. Okay. There's no immediate response. Probably just going to like hold the phone in my hand for like a minute or two. Yeah, she she doesn't respond at the um, in the next couple minutes, so. Yeah, I'll just... <sighs> shove uh, shove my pocket and um, splash some water on my face and then kind of just finish up other bathroom tidiness things and then uh, and then head out. Sifangji, how's how's your outfit? Um, all right, let's do a roll. I rolled a seven plus a ten, seventeen. Spiffy as usual. Damn, Sifangji, right, like. Where do you where do you get your outfits from? Like they're just always on point. I like to think they're a part of my mech suit, <laughs> or just my cybernetic body, just a weird gel that just secretes from my skin into a beautiful outfit. <laughs> I have no idea. I, um, uh, I mean, I guess you get what you pay for, right? Right. Unless you certainly like paid a- for it. Maybe it's like a holographic outfit that just appears over my body. Or, you know, maybe it's just the body inside the outfit. Does the clothes make the man or the man make the clothes? So I find you, you got like a little bit of jello on your elbow or something. I like it (laughs) all. I wonder how liquid clothing tastes. (laughs) I mean, they make edible stuff in the 21st century, so I don't see why not. Well, Saul walks out of the bathroom and you see he's wearing, like, a polo that's tucked into, like, some dressier pants that doesn't look like he normally wears, so everything's, like, just wrinkled to fuck. And definitely didn't, like, tidy up so much as just, like, brushed his teeth and splashed water in his face and, like, kind of ran water through his hair to make it slick back some, but it's already kind of greasy, so it already is. So we're looking at 10th grade Will right now. Oh, man. You're looking at, nah, not 10th grade, because I had an afro in 10th grade, that's too, probably closer to like 8th grade, Will. Yeah! Yeah. That boy, though. Yeah. And so, and you can see him just like putting some like tape he had in his bag, like duct tape over the rest of the Militech logo, just showing the M. Alright, I'm uh, I'm ready to go, guys. Um, Whenever you guys are ready. Like, do you want to stop by, uh, um... And, like, he just has, like, a blank look on his face for a second. Oh, the the normal Sahara place? And see if they got, like, a, a map of some sort. Although, I actually... I am going to ask you to stop at the bodega. I, I think I'm still going to... I think I'm going to need something to make me not so, like... Brain. Ouchie. Yeah. You should only go to the bodega, like, once a week. I feel like that's, like, a, a normal thing to do. Like, only go to the bodega if you need to. I mean, I used to go to a local 812, like, all the time, because they, the, <laughs> they had the best slushies. Giant chugs? I mean, it's the future, man. Like, they can't be 7-Elevens anymore. They gotta be 812s. They gotta, you know, up- step up their game. But yeah, like, I used to get them all the time. Um, it was a fun little hangout spot, and it was good to kind of, like, you know, get away from Grandma and Grandpa's house. But, like, I mean, we don't have to stop there if we don't need to. I'm sure I'll be able to, like, shake this off after a while. I just probably got to get moving or something. I think everyone should be in working order for the mission. So whatever you need to be at your best, I say we just go ahead and knock that out. All right. So, Fungi, you're a cool dude. And, again, Saul puts his hand out. It's facing upward. Palm up. Fingers up. <laughs> I just stare at it. <laughs> woggity, woggity, dude. Alright, okay, cool. And he just, he puts his hand and he just goes away. Saul leaves the room first, I guess, after, you know, pulling the woggity back into, like, kind of a hair slick back and then just, okay, alright. 
Let's fucking go to the bodega and then go sell some shit to some drug lords. After going to Sahara to get a layout map of the building so we can have an escape room. Do we have to go there? Can we use our technology? Just a message oh. for a PDF file or whatever's equivalent here. Can we just like text a uh, purple guy? Guys, you make a really good duet. Thanks. Been working on it. Um, by myself solo. Not really though. That was the first time I've ever sang. Oh, nice. Maybe. Oh, oh that'll, I'll put that in your little in the bank of plans, little plan bank. Don't put it in any sort of bank. Why are you so against banks, man? I fucking hate the financial establishment and banks. The word bank just is triggering to me in general. Files and banks. No. As as they're walking or going down the elevator. Saul kind of sees this and with like a very sleepy grin on his face elbows Soifunji and he's like hey hey Soifunji look at this she's scared ooh investment ooh dividend alright so you make it to the bodega (laughs) (laughs) thank you this isn't funny and it's not going anywhere we make it to the bodega I give you guys like 45 seconds to be you know just respectively to see where you're going with something and then if it's bad i will pull it away fine all right whatever salt's gonna get like uh salt's gonna get um some red vines and um is that all you subsist on don't judge me anyway uh yeah the bodega it's not the it's not the the teen girl behind the counter uh this morning it's a um older sort of small asian man hey i'm gonna get some um red vines but do you guys have like a slushy machine it's broken oh um could i take a look at it no please no like what if i give you like 10 euro bucks for me to look at it no oh man wow you're you're convicted i like that all right so Saul walks off and looks for other like things to snack on and drink okay he kind of he kind of follows you with his eyes rather like suspiciously oh guys i'll get breakfast are you guys gonna get anything i'll just get some like snowballs so i find you you could get like some motor oil or whatever i am actually good thank you okay well then Saul comes back with like i don't know the equivalent of future monster and red vines and killer robot it's called killer robot killer robot and whatever uh abel got and he also has like a breakfast bar and some water. This this man rings you up. He's like twenty dollars. All right, okay, here you go, dude. I hope you get the slushy machine fixed because you know that always gives is great. Okay, bye. I guess. Uh, are you guys gonna do anything else of interest, or can we just sort of speed up the clock to four o'clock? Um, I'm gonna text uh, Mr. Purple. Yeah, he gives you a, he he says, good luck, and he sends you a um over or an outlay of the the building. Dope shit. All right, guys, I got the layout. Uh, we should have probably asked that for a long time ago. From my experience, generally the ones that are the scariest are the ones that like take you into like some kind of underground safety bunker because they're scared that they're going to get assassinated and also have a bunch of guns pointed on you and only one way in and one way out. But, like, if we're going up a couple flights of stairs or something, I, does that mean there's, like, a bunch of windows or whatnot? Like, what does the map say? Well, that's why we got to go up here and look at it, man. Oh. My experience says plan for the worst. And the worst is we all get shot. I'm really kind of trying to avoid that, you know? I mean, yeah. That's why I say we have an idea of where we need to escape to if we need to escape. I definitely don't want to get shot either. Where do you guys want to stop? Do you want to just like kind of pull off into an alleyway and look at this thing, or can we? I mean, we can go just go back up to the room, right? No, it's like let's start heading to there because it's almost. I, I'm assuming at this point it's like two o'clock. I mean, I just advanced time. You guys did other things like regular shit, like mundane shit that the audience doesn't want to hear about. <laughs> do you have a picture of the uh, map? 
Um, I don't actually have a picture of the facility in earnest. I have a picture of the warehouse, which isn't going to do you much good. But, I mean, I can just make up something on the fly in my mind. Cool. Mind palace this shit. Make-believing in a fucking game about make-believe? How dare you, sir? Wild, right? You guys can just, if you wanted to peel off into an alley or go back up to your room, or maybe you're already in your room. It's your choice. I say we're just chilling out in an alleyway looking at it, because I think we should try to get there. You know? Well, didn't we have a building that we scoped out as, like, a vantage point? Across the street? Yeah. I mean, you could be there already. Oh, that's right, yeah. Maybe we can bolt up there. That way we can kind of scope out and see how many folks are walking around, in and out, kind of get a lay of both the land and the, the, the people involved. Sounds good. So looking at the map, you can see that there are four stories. The first floor looks to be, well, at the time that um, this was drawn up, the first floor has a lobby and a few sort of administrative offices. And then the second floor is a testing lab, like all lab rooms and various sort of isolation rooms for testing and and things like that. The third floor is more sort of offices. There's a few patient rooms for some some reason. And then uh, the fourth floor has an executive office. How many uh, like fire escapes, uh, back door, elevators, anything like that? The th- well, it's a uh, research facility, a research installation. So there are windows that lead that lead out. None on the second floor, just so that you can't see inside and see what people are working on. But as far as fire escapes, there's there's no real easy access from back alleys or anything to get into the building because it's it's fairly secure. All right, so there we only have one way in. I mean there yeah, there's a there's a front door and there's a back door. And the back door is like a uh, like a loading bay. It's all on the bottom floor. Yeah. So really like we're looking into a situation right now that if we fuck up we're gonna we're... die. <laughs> yeah. So fuck up. That's our only option. <laughs> All right, so we're leading with salt. You're you're kind of leading. Yeah, um, I can definitely get it all done. I like. I don't exactly like the layout of this, but like it'll be okay. I, I've I've been in worse situations before, and like as long as like um, you know they know we're legit, and usually if there's two of us, it's okay. And then you know added muscle too. That's. It seems like we're pretty legit. I think we'll be okay. You think they're just kind of, like, wanting us to die this go-round? Or... Like, what do you mean, who? Like, like the Candies? Or Sahara? Uh, Sahara. I mean... Like, why? This this just seems like a suicide mission. Yeah, they don't seem like the best of employers, but, like, we signed, we all signed on for, you know, our own reasons, so, like, gotta deal with the hand we got dealt, you know? I would just like to think that they have faith in us and we're not going on a suicide mission. That's hopeful, but I don't believe in that at all, Sayranji. <laughs> um, I've sort of while you guys are um, while you guys are in the middle of talking, uh, Sayranji, you get like a little uh, text on your agent from Emir. Uh, he's asking if you want to go to the club tonight. If I make it back alive, I would love to go to the club tonight. Okay, don't put the make it back alive, but yeah, sure. He says, we're going to go to Dragoon. Do you know it? I do, but I will soon enough. Winky face. And he sends back a a winky face himself, and he says, it's in Scott's Roost. Do you have problems getting there? I'll figure it out. And he says, you sure? I can send a car. Oh, please do. Actually, that's a better idea. Got it. Car, car will be sent. Cool. Thanks, Amir. Kissy face. No problem. See you tonight. So I have a date tonight, so we can't die. Hey, everyone. Gavin here to talk to you about how you can help out and support our show. It's no surprise that we've been blown away by the download numbers this week. We have passed 60 total. With a majority of downloads coming from the first episode, I'm sure that that is from fans getting out there and sharing the show. This really is the best way we are going to continue to build our show and take things to new levels. 
If you haven't had the chance to follow us yet, you can do that on any of our streaming platforms or follow us on Twitter at Roll Warriors to make sure you don't miss an episode. Additionally, we could use your help leaving reviews on iTunes. The more positive reviews we have, the more visible our podcast becomes to other potential listeners. We are releasing these episodes every two weeks on Tuesday, making the next episode set to come out on June 16th. I'd also like to take a moment and offer a special thanks to our patrons, Daniel Sittler and Billy Young. If you'd like to become a patron and help keep the lights on, you can go to www.patreon.com backslash roll underscore warriors and make your pledge. This will guarantee you a chance to listen to our bonus episodes, of which we'll be recording at least six this season. We recorded the first of these last week, with Will taking the Game Master reins and leading Jesse, myself, and a couple of special guests through a one-off of his design. We have had an absolute blast, but if you want to listen to this episode yourself, you will need to be a patron. I will also be reaching out to patrons to suggest the themes of these episodes as well, so you can be a part of the creative process. One last note before I let you go, we now have a website! If you'd like to learn more about us or the characters, you can check out bios and backstories on our site at www.rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. Keep sharing this with your friends and family if you think they'd like it. I got any messages on my phone? Nope. Fuck! You just see, like... And muscle just twitching violently in, in Abel's jaw, just like grinding her teeth so much. I'm gonna turn my phone off. Okay, you turn your phone off. Turn my agent off, shove it back in my pocket. Alright, I guess you got a fucking date, too, fun, G. And I have my deck ready. I have the fake software ready. So, I'm ready to do this. What uh, what deck do you have, Sui Fang G? I'm going to use Worm, Replicator, and Stealth. Let's do this. All right, you guys. Did you, did Abel, you want to look at the building before you went over there? Scout it out? Well, if we got the plans, felt pretty good. But yeah, I would I would have kept an eye on incoming, outgoing folks. Not a lot of out, like foot traffic between the building. There's a, at the front door has uh, two posted guards i just start standing there kind of like you know how guards stand yeah yeah just guarding okay anybody else uh not that you can see from the street <clears throat> and fourth floor is there's no windows there's a window but it is so the on the plans um the executive office has like a lobby area where there's like a reception desk and then there's an office behind it that hat that's where the, like the executive office is so the window that you can see from the front of the building is into the lobby area and you can't really see very well into the into the room with the one window but you do see like the door to the executive office is closed and there's um like maybe an arm that might belong to some guard standing next to it Cool, 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 cool. Tight, tight, tight. Well, let's go, guys. Uh, don't want to be late for this one or Sufanji's date. Yeah, so I guess Saul will just kind of, like, lead the trio a little bit, walk up, and just kind of wave to the guards as he's approaching. Hello, um, we had an appointment. Who are you here to see? Um, uh, Miss Jackie. Uh, names? My name's Saul. Right. You guys are good. Uh, go on in. Okay, thank, thank you. you. And he like pushes the door open for you. Appreciate it. So you're in the first floor. Sure enough, it's still sort of decorated like the uh, blueprints have it with the sort of main lobby area. There's kind of just like one. There's one uh, Kennedy gar- guy just like sort of lounging on the couch in the lobby, and uh, he's talking to a female member of the Kennedys on the couch in the lobby. And then the elevator is straight ahead. Invisible cameras? Yeah, there are cameras. Saul's just going to continue on into the elevator. No looking at anybody. Just kind of like eyes front. I'm assuming everybody else is doing looking of sorts. Uh, My eyes are going to stay 
kind of 45 degrees down towards the front and down, you know, just kind of keep walking. Yeah, looking, trying to remember faces, um, check out the positions of cameras, and seeing how lightly guarded the lobby is. All right, um, and I guess he'll just, and Jackie O's up on the top floor, right, Soifunji? So, straight shot. Okay, he just presses top floor button. Sure. Uh, um, I should say, there is a gar- guard in the elevator, and he says, you guys going up to the top? Yep. And he puts he puts a key card in the panel on the elevator and pushes the the top floor button, and then you guys go up. Can I roll for a chance to steal that key card? Sure. Our reflex is nine, and I'm going to roll nine. So I guess that's what, 18? Mm-hmm. You swipe it. So, um, Mr. Guard Dude, is, uh, is uh, Jackie in a good mood today? Man, I don't know. I just worked the elevator. Oh, that's fine. I just was wondering, you know, it's always good to kind of, like, get to know your client a little bit better before you go make a transaction. Hey, do you order red vine? Nah, man, I'm good. Okay. That's cool. And he just tucks the red vine back into his breast pocket. Uh, all right. The... Elevator opens, and you guys are in the top floor lobby. This time, you can see there's like a receptionist at the desk, uh, and she is making or taking calls. And there are two guards posted outside the door to the executive office. Does she look like a Kennedy? Uh, yes, she looks like a Eunice. Okay. Not Jackie O's sister. Uh, Jackie Kennedy's sister? I don't... I think it was. I think she's like a granddaughter or something. No, I think Eunice is like... No, she's a sister. JFK's sister. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well, here I am making up a Kennedy's gang and not remembering the Kennedy's family tree, so... Hi, uh, we're here for four o'clock with uh, Miss Jackie. Right, yeah. You good. Okay, so we just walk on through? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'd like to do an awareness roll for the weapons, kind of weaponry these guys are packing. 22. Damn. 22. Uh, they both look like they're wearing 45s on bandoliers, so like heavy pistols. And they, do they look mecked out at all? Uh, one of them has like a cyber arm. And the other one has, like, some circuitry in his face. I'm also going to be looking to see if they uh, look look hazy at all. Nope. All right, so they're not, they're not doing their own, uh, their own goods. Not high on their own supply. Yeah. All right. That's how you know they're legit dealers. So, yeah, I guess the... <clears throat> do we have to talk to the guards? The guards are just going to open the door as we walk through. One of the guards goes to the door, takes a key card and swipes it across the door and a green light pops open and he pushes the door open okay yep we just walk on through into uh, jackie's office he closes it behind you do we hear a lock you don't hear anything and so you guys are in the executive office now uh jackie has herself seated up on a sort of like a, a raised platform there's some chairs uh, around like a little conference table, and uh, behind her are two more guards. As soon as we uh, step through like the doorway, I'm just gonna kind of step to the left, hold my hands in front of my body, like like just clasped in front, kind of mimicking the guard stance. So you guys, I guess, approach her. Hello, Jackie. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Very welcome. Thank you so much for doing best opportunity to meet you today. You look lovely, by the way. Love the pantsuit. Is she wearing the typical Jackie O pink outfit thing? She's wearing a yellow uh, blazer and a matching skirt, like a pencil skirt. And then she has like a little flower brooch on, on her jacket. So she's laying it on real thick today. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Love your outfit. 
Um, so, uh, are you ready to hear about the future of security protection? Sure, give me your pitch. Well, okay, so, we come today with a, a bit of double trouble, I should say. Um, we are actually working on this experimental um, software update system that pretty much allows you complete anonymity from any other source other than your internal networks. Um, basically, what we do is, me and my technician here will just need to um, access any network point that you have, and we'll be able to um, give you a free upgrade to your system. Provide state-of-the-art protections against intruders, hackers, attacks, the works, and um, anything that you will be doing will be definitely secure from now on. Okay. So what do you think? Is that it? Well, a little bit more to uh, it. Uh, so what me and my associate aren't really supposed to talk about so much right now because of all the stuff going on, but like he uh, saw leans in and he like pulls the tape up off the Militech logo. We're actually Militech employees. We're here on a, uh, we're coming as a, let's say forward team. Uh, on a deal that we hope to project with you guys. We know that uh, times are a little tough right now for Militech, so we want to do the best we can for you. Um, you know, ask not what you can do for Militech, but what Militech can do for you. And this whole free update to your software is actually included in the package that we want to to pretty much set up with you, is that... We hope to uh, sell you our weapons at a discounted rate, of course, to be to really like corner the market with you guys. We know you guys are a very powerful and uh, influential, let's say, organization in uh, in the land. So uh, we really hope that uh, you know we can we can do some good here, and you guys can you know do some good for us by purchasing our equipment. Um, I do have, along with the demo of the software, I also have a demo weapon. Um, unfortunately, it has had all Militech logos and whatnot kind of erased off of it, cause, so it can't be traced back to us at this moment in time, thanks to, again, all the situations that's been going on. But uh, I can tell you that it is 100% verified and that we can get you a shipment of these weapons within the next month if you are to... Uh, go on with our deal well that's all very interesting uh especially since i heard yesterday from my militech wholesaler that he would have to suspend his contract with me because of the uh, terrorist attacks in dusk city so i find it rather odd that militech representatives such as yourself has found themselves into my office with no authorization from your bosses and tries to sell me weapons. Who, uh, who's your wholesaler? That's not really important at the moment. I mean... What is important... Excuse me, excuse me. I'm talking. What is important to me... Uh, can you send Johnny in, please, Paul? And Paul is one of the guards, and he walks um, uh, past you guys and to the door, and he opens the door... And uh, Johnny from last night comes in and she says, Johnny, is this, is this them? And he says, yes, Jackie. She says, very good. Abel, how's it going? Who's Abel? This, this young lady with you uh, right here, Abel Sullivan. You see, uh, we've had some issues with her quite recently. And we'd like to square up. As it were, you see, Johnny recognized you at the party last night and kindly agreed to set up a meet, hoping that you guys would sort of walk into our building. Hmm. Well, that's good, because, you know, I was just here to make a deal. Uh, Lee, as uh, we've known, was my assigned bodyguard as I came to uh, Antarctica, um, mostly because... I'm a pretty high-end dealer in Dust City. I work kind of under the ropes, let's say. I wanted to establish a forefront with you guys so that we could have a good deal. Now, I don't know whatever trouble you have with her, but what does that mean for us? It means that you are not leaving this room alive. 
Oh, okay. Well, then, you know. And all of the guards, uh, the ones in the hallway and the two in her room, draw their guns on you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just put, like, one hand up and just say, hold on, hold on, Jack. Hold on. We both know that you're way too, uh, you're way too smooth to, to do all this just to get me crowded in a room that you really don't want to get blood on your carpet. Oh, the carpets can be cleaned or replaced. I know, I know. You guys are really good about uh, just rolling things up and, and tossing them. But oh, I, I'm, I, we got some shit to square up. I get it. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure that uh, this is a big score for the family. But um, we really don't don't need to, you know, waste some resources, as it were. Uh, and you know as good as anybody else that I can be a resource. I cannot believe that you bring your traitorous ass in here and try to get back in good with the family. This is, this is actually very funny for me. I can be uh, super humorous, but I'm not trying to be funny right now. I'm trying to be real with you. Look, uh, these Militech mooks, they, uh, they pick me up as, as a kind of a, a bodyguard to back them up on these sort of deals. I figured it was going to be a bad idea. Look, he's telling the truth, okay? They, uh... Militech knows they fucked up. They're trying to do good on the front end, pull out uh, all the deals that they can, but, you know, they still got to make money. So they send these backdoor guys to try to cover the cover the bases where they can't on, on the front end. So let them work a deal for you. And, you know, maybe I can get you some information to make these things move even smoother. Let me prove myself to be useful, okay? Here's what Johnny F. told me when I passed along the information about your whereabouts and this whole meeting that we set up. And she sort of strolls over to her window and looks out at the city. He said this. This city is filled with low-down scum that aren't worth the, the stress that their mothers went through to have them. And every now and then, you find a diamond in the rough. Now, I can work with a diamond. Diamonds are valuable. But you're no diamond, Abel. You're a rat. And what we do with rats in this city is we dispose of them. And I need you guys to roll initiative. Okay. Ah, like fuck. it. Let's do it.